You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello, you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I just want to say greetings, everyone, tonight. It's great um, that you've come on and and that you're listening uh, to the podcast. Um, We're just excited to, uh, you know, have you uh, listening in and thank you for your comments. And, you know, thank you for, um, you know, soon we want to get to a place where, you know, people are calling in, you know, but... um, we just wanted to uh, think about uh, a few things that were on my heart and mind this week, and it's basically a battle that we are constantly in a struggle and a battle. The Bible says that the battle is not ours, it's the Lord's, you know, and yet sometimes we find ourselves battling on jobs and battling, you know, uh, friendships and battling uh, family um, you know, but, uh, we've got to stay, you know, steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord, that these, uh, battles are not, um, to, to kill us. They're, they're designed to strengthen us, to refocus us and to get us mainly connected back with God, right? Um, sometimes we have to press in, uh, even more uh, strong when we uh, are, are under siege. We have to then begin to press in and pray and ask the Lord for guidance in how to handle situations, you know. So um, the Bible tells us that this race is not given to the swift, you know, uh, but uh, is given to those that uh, endure to the end. So we definitely want to uh, be the ones who are standing strong and enduring. You know, we we think about how uh, Paul, you know, was speaking and how he said that what soldier entangles, entangles himself with the cares of this world and that sometimes we find ourselves uh, being, you know, uh, so caught up in this world and in the the things of this world that we lose sight, we lose focus on what it is that we have been destined to do. And really, it's about uh, God getting us back to the place where we were, right? Or where um, we should be. That's already ours. It's like we were robbed and didn't know it, (laughs) you know, and God's constantly saying, trying to tell us and remind us of who we are, right? Like who 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 you were destined to be, not what has been showing up, not what is, um, you know, manifested because of uh, a lot of things generational. But also, too, we have to take accountability for the things that we speak. We've spoken some things in our lives. We've spoken some things, some situations. You know, um, our speech isn't always pure. Our speech is not always edifying our speech is not always purpose perfect purposeful right and so we're going to have to give an account for every idle word that has been spoken out of our mouth and so um the number one battle of course is in the mind and um you know as a man thinketh so is he and i think if you're thinking it then you're probably speaking it and you know 
And so these are some of the struggles and the challenges, everyday challenges that happen, right? But I'm going to stand on the fact that the Lord said what, um, you know, the enemy has meant for our destruction. God is going to turn it around for our good. I mean, that that's a promise to stand on. Now, he didn't say how he was going to do it. He didn't say when he was going to do it. But we know that um, he's not a man that he should lie. God just doesn't go around saying things that he cannot uh, manifest or produce. And so it really takes a lot, is a lot of deception, is a lot of distractions. We have celebrities who are calling themselves Christians and yet not living the life. And it can get kind of confusion, confusing. We, we have people who are, um, uh, you know, ch- changing um, gender, uh, changing, you know, based upon they don't feel a certain way. Um, it's almost like we become uh, many gods. We're dictating um, how we think life should be, and we're moving in that. But when we gave our life to the Lord, when we gave our heart to God, we said, Lord, we want you to be Lord of our life. We're entrusting our life to you, right? And because you paid a price already that we couldn't pay, that you've already carried all of my sin, all of my guilt, all of my shame. I don't have to keep walking in it, but I also don't want to continue to create it, right? And so even though God did those things for us, right, what are we doing to maintain what he's done? And what are we doing to add on to what he's done? You know, how are we preparing ourselves and how are we uh, disciplining ourselves, you know, and so that we can be stronger, better, faithful, committed uh, Christians, right? And that we're not solely earthly, fleshly beings, The number one battle is the flesh and the spirit, right? How the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Constantly, contrary one to the other. So our thinking and what we say, are we being dictated to by uh, by our flesh? Are we allowing our flesh to win this battle? Amen. Now, the enemy may win a battle here or there, but he cannot win the war. He does not win the war, for we are victorious. Amen? But are we thinking and living and speaking as we are victorious people? And, you know, and this show being, you know, um, never give up, where giving up is not an option, you know, we're, we're trying to prepare ourselves for these situations, for these struggles, for these battles, for these mishaps, for these misunderstandings, you know, um, because the enemy skillfully uses people, his situations to attack, to bring us down, to make us doubt him and second guess ourselves. And so take a moment to pause because God is not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. And he said it. He said, we've got to believe, amen, that he has given us everything that we need to be successful. I only can imagine what God is trying to convey to me on a daily basis. Always trying to, you know, get my attention. No, don't go that way. You know, take time. First of all, we, we start off 
sometimes I was talking to somebody and uh, we're, we're looking at how we are not armed. We don't, do we arm ourselves with the full armor of God? Do we start our day with prayer? Do we start, do we have a, a, a means of fasting, you know? And so it's very easy to um, lose the intensity, a lose sight of the prize, a lose sight, you know, um, of the goal that we have. And so we're trying to press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And so we can't give up. We can't give up. Don't hurry. Sometimes it takes a moment. Pause is okay. I was thinking how uh, sometimes even on on this show, it's like, oh, you know, you feel like you have to talk every moment, every second, right? But pause can be good sometimes. One, it gives you your audience time to think about what has just been said. It gives you time, you know, and so we just have to learn to trust God and to relax, amen, and to uh, and to just, you know, thank him. Thank you, Lord, for being able to reveal um, what I need in the moments that I need it. Thank you for sending information. Thank you for protecting, leading, and guiding, you know. And so those are all things, you know, that we are, are, are grateful, grateful for. So uh, one of the things I wanted to turn our attention to is um, the scripture, uh, Joshua 1, 5 through 9, and just, you know, remind ourselves about this battle that we're in and that what God has said and what, he, what, he's, what, what he's promised, you know, it says, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Like, like you know, like the, Moses, like his mentor was gone, you know, dead. And, you know, he was feeling a little um, uneasy about, especially when you've seen all the things that Moses had went through with the people. Now, God is calling Joshua, and he's saying, look, Joshua, they're, they're, nobody's going to be able to stand before you, not only now, but all the days of your life. And he's saying, you know, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee, and I will not fail thee nor forsake thee, right? And that, that's something to sink your teeth in. <laughs> that, that's something that we have to get sink into our heart of hearts that, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be with you and I'm not going to fail you. How many people have said that to you? Can you imagine being engaged in, in, uh, uh, um, in and that person comes and says, you know, I, I will not, I will be with you and I will not fail you. I'm not going to forsake you. I know they might mean that, you know, but unfortunately, we live in a world where we're not perfect and there will be dis disappointments. You know, we have to work through those things. Um, we have to work through our disappointments and discouragements and things of that nature. But God has promised it. And and I challenge you to think back in your portfolio, right, or your book of testimonies of what God has done. 
So sometimes now, now I'm not saying how you might feel. Look really in there and be like, did God ever fail you? Right? Did you ever, uh, did he forsake thee? Now you might have felt forsaken. I think about um, Joseph in prison. I'm sure, I'm sure he could have felt forsaken. Like, right? Especially, you know, when the the king's men left out of jail and he didn't hear anything else. I'm pretty sure he felt forsaken by his family. He felt forsaken by, you know, um, those, the baker, you know, if Potiphar's, Potiphar, his wife, you know, lied on him. He felt betrayed and forsaken. But, but he held true to the promise that God had for his life, right? And so he tells Joshua, I'm, I'm reading Joshua 1, 5 through 9, I'm at verse 6, that um, be strong and of good courage. Now, how does one stay in good courage? You can't stay in good courage around uh, people who are... Uh, you know, negative or mean or, you know, always sabotaging you or don't mean you well, right? You, you, how are you going to stay in good courage? You're, you know, what, what do you have to do to maintain good courage? You, you know, and, and so the question is then, are we doing what is necessary to stay in the mindset, you know, that, in the mindset that we are, you know, that we should be in. Are we staying positive? He said that there was power, right, of life and death in the power of the tongue. And so are we, you know, cognizant of that all the time? And are we staying, you know, uh, as positive as we can be, you know? Uh, what is our mind? What is our thinking? That we ought to speak, you know, encouraging, encouraging things. To be of good courage is a state of mind continually speaking, not even for a nanosecond allowing any doubt or anything to come and to take away, you know, that strength, that courage, right? Now, there's situations that come. I, I um, just recently... Uh, went for my certification for scuba diving. And I mean, it was 15 chapters and I was reading them and I was like, wow, there is hard to stay in good courage reading about all the safety precautions and, you know, what this um, gas could do as you're breathing under the water. Um, if you don't descend and equalize your body when you ascend, you know, if you're not, um, you just have to be aware of you and your environment, and you have to be aware of the tank and the apparatus that you have, right? And, um, but, but there are moments that you can lose your courage when you have to have this 50 pound uh, tank on and you're jumping into the water, you know, literally stepping off the boat into the water first time, you know, um, in an element, you know, God didn't make man to live in the under the water for hours, right? So we have to have this um, 
this technology on, scuba gear. I could have lost my courage. But, you know, and so what I'm saying is there's things in life to come that you could lose courage. But how did I? I had to stay focused. I had to remember what I had read about um, what to do. You know, and it's the same with God. It's like in order to stay in good courage, you got to stay in the word. You have to stay around positive people. You have to continually be persistent. You know, you got to continually by faith to move forward. Right. I'm not saying there weren't any pause steps or any hesitation, but courage prevailed and said, no, you can do it. When 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 water gets in your mask and you're um, 30 feet under the ocean, right, you could panic. But you can't. You, once you've read it, um, what to do and you've practiced what to do, then you simply do it or die. Right. So what happens when we're here in our walk with God? Right. And God is telling us, look, you got to be strong and of good courage. And he said, um, in verse 7, he says, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. And so, you know, I'm not trying to compare scuba diving with Christianity or with the Word of God, but there's so many similarities. As long as you stick to the book and as long as you understand you know, what has to be done in certain situations. It's there to keep you alive, right? And the Word of God, the Bible, is there to keep us alive, to keep us standing strong in the midst of adversity when the enemy is spewing all doubt, all fiery darts, trying to tear you down, you know, he's trying to reemphasize what you probably already feel subconsciously yourself. You're trying to uproot um, the, the childhood pain and trauma in the past, you know, and, and yet if we stick to the word of God, he has told us what to do. He has told us how to think. He has told us how to walk and how to live. You know, and sometimes like little kids, we think that we could cut corners here and there. Right. So and uh, and and OK, try it. However, you realize sooner than later that that may not be the good thing to do. That might not be good advice. Right. But he said also, don't don't look, don't turn from this book. Don't add nothing to it. Don't don't take nothing away. Don't don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Right. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou may prosper wherever they go. So if you want to make it alive when you're scuba diving, guess what? Don't turn from the things that they have said, the rules have been already proven since the 1900s when they've, you know, um, and so don't try to do anything, um, you know, no new techniques, just follow the instructions. And that's simply the same thing that we have to do in the Word of God. Just follow the instructions. And then you've got to ask, like, why are you 
trying to hold on to lies when he says, let's walk in truth? Why are you walking in self-righteousness and pride when he says you have to be humble? Why are you so uh, overthinking everything and anxious about everything? And he said, be anxious for nothing. Why are we afraid to try new things, right? Why, why do we walk into situations already giving up, already feeling defeated? De yeah, defeated thoughts will come. But how do we push them aside? You know, for me, I had to um, investigate. I, I had to ask some questions like, oh, you know, because um, when you're reading the Word of God or you're reading anything that you're trying to endeavor new for the first time, sometimes you got to go out and get research. Sometimes you got to question and interview people. You know, I'm always curious to ask people how they overcome adversity. You know, what do you do when you're struggling or when your back's against the wall? You know, of course, sometimes people say, well, you know, I pray. Amen. And and we should pray. Prayer doesn't have to look any kind of way. You just got to pray, Lord. If it can be done, amen. You know, I, I want to... Um, I'm, I'm believing God, you know, I, I'm just, I'm believing God for a thousand souls. Whew, that's a lot. A thousand souls to come to him, to rededicate their life to him, you know. And the first thought would be like, well, that's not even practical and possible. People don't even want to come to church and really well, they want to hear about God. All these negative things and thoughts try to rush in. All because you said, Lord, I'm believing for a thousand souls to come to know you, to put their trust and reliance on you, not themselves or their parents, but you, Lord. And the thing as a parent, our whole job was simply to, to train them up, to know who Christ was so the transition would be smooth from your parents' house right into God's house, right? Smooth transition. Because the love of the natural father, that it would mimic the love of God, our heavenly father. But because of sin and there's so many um, things that are off right now in our society, sometimes the transition isn't smooth. It's a little bumpy. Sometimes people have to learn things, you know, the hard way. Um, you know, going through a lot of testing and trials and a lot of pain. But I want us to 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 realize that the same thing that God told Joshua, right? Is the same thing he's telling us today. He wants us to be strong and of good courage. He wants us to be strong and of good courage. He doesn't want us to turn to the left or to the right, but he wants us to stay focused, steadfast. Don't be so easily uh, moved. Don't run away 
Don't quit from situations. Unmovable. <clears throat> and the task is always abounding, growing in the things of God. Always growing in the things of God. You know? So when you feel like you're in this um, battle, remember the battle isn't yours. You know, he said, be of good courage. I think, I think I would title that today. Be of good courage. You know, be able to know what it is that you're shooting for. Know what it is that you're aiming for. And be of good courage. <laughs> Speak loving, gentle, kind words to yourself. You know, somebody said that to me one day. Are you speaking kind words to yourself? Be kind to yourself. You know, don't, don't beat yourself up. Don't say negative things to tear yourself down. Don't help the enemy, right? He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's not, that's, not, that's not your inheritance. Your inheritance is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness, kindness, faith, self-control. <clears throat> so don't use your, your mouth and the things that have been created and given to you by God to help the enemy to tear down yourself or others. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We have to have a can-do attitude. I may not see all the angles, but I do believe that God is going to make a way for not only myself, but for my children, for my family. God is going to make a way. And even in the midst of uncertainty, we move forward saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you for holding up your end of the deal. Help me to hold up mine. Give me this peace in the midst of the storms. And I thank you, God, that by your stripes I've been healed. I've been set free. Well, I thank the Lord. I want you to leave encouraged knowing that greatness is on the inside of you. And you don't be dismayed. Remember that God is in control and that the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. You have a great week.